Welcome to the mortgage game. I truly, truly believe that building a mortgage business, a successful one is like playing a game. There's winners, there's losers, there's certain things you try. Some of us are playing checkers while others are playing chess. I've had the ability to coach and mentor hundreds of mortgage brokers. I myself built a very nice business. So now I want to distill all that information, all the things I've learned from that and bring it directly to you in a simple to understand way. I hope you enjoy. Good morning. Welcome to the mortgage game. Let's get into a quick story for you. I'm a local celebrity in my neighborhood. Not really. And if I was, I never say that, but I am, I'm going to take the credit here. I'm going to be like, yeah, I walked down the street, walking the dogs, people are like, Hey, it's TikTok guy. Right. I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of people watching videos on TikTok. I just post on there a lot. Right. I'm posting everywhere. My kids think I'm famous because I'm on YouTube. They ask me if I have as many subscribers as Mr. Beast. And I say, just short, hopefully next month they'll get there. I think I'm at 20 something um, subscribers. So I don't have a YouTube channel. I have shorts on there. So I guess it is kind of a channel. But either way, people are like, hey, it's a TikTok guy. <laughs> it's just funny. Um, but I've had people reach out because of it. So it's just hilarious that it's people who aren't in our industry. And um, just because they see, this is the thing with social media. There's a perception that you're bigger than you are, right? It's, it's uh, one of those things. If you're on social and you're consistent and you're doing things and you look like you got your shit together and you look like you know what you're talking about and you're consistent. That's the thing. I always go to like when I'm on social, I look at, boom, how many posts do you have? Oh, you have 37. I'm like, next. I don't even know what I'm dealing with. Just next right? Oh, I have 200. Oh, okay. So that tells me that's a lot of time and energy you put in. All right, let's go check it out. Oh, you have mostly videos. Oh, even cooler. You have a bigger perception. People think you're bigger than you are. And I hear this all the time. So anyways, I wanted to share that. Um, my kids think I'm famous and my neighbor down the street thinks I'm famous because I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, Jesse, anybody can be on TikTok right? It doesn't have to be. It's just hilarious, right? The perception. And perception's reality in those people's worlds. Um, okay, let's get on to today. So I got a bit of a bee in my bonnet. That's what we're talking about today. There's an alarming trend going on uh, from many conversations I'm having with brokers. And I'm seeing it more and more now than I did one year ago, two years ago. And here's the trend. And there's two sides to it. And there's two, and they're both negative sides. And so I know some of you listening are going to be like, Ryan, you're crazy. This is the new world we're in. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to give you my take on it uh, because that's what we do here. Right? We don't sit on the middle. We don't sit in the middle and beat Canadian. We give you an opinion. Right or wrong, that's for you to decide what it means to you. So the alarming trend is this. People are, brokers are spending way too much time and they're actually just taking on files they would have never looked at. A year ago or two years ago uh, they're working on files that they're just don't know what they're doing wasting a lot of time getting really stressed out I call those files fool's gold yes fool's gold I've been there I've done that cut my teeth on it learned my lesson then decided to build my no list then didn't stick to it then learned my lesson again and these were in the good times we're not in the good times right now so it's fool's gold Someone, you get, you have an avatar before we get into it. Like I told you, be in my bonnet. This podcast is brought to you by, 
Americano. Oh, super hot one today. It's not like anyone ever asked for a cold Americano, so what was I expecting? Okay, so I've been there. Your, your avatar is whatever, A client, Alt A client, call whatever. And you get a commercial deal and you're like, oh, well, there's, oh, they want to buy like a $3 million apartment. Oh, I can do that. Oh, I know. I know a BDM at First National who'll walk me through that. Or I know Bob down the street. He's a broker. He'll help me with this. Uh, like, and walk me through and mentor me on the deal. <laughs> like, it's just crazy to say it out loud. I'll take that on. Or yeah, no, I have this type of client. And oh, that's, a, that's definitely not an A world. It's not in my monoline or A bank world where I typically plan. I'm going to go into the B world now. And why? I call it fool's gold is because you're like, there's money there. So you're like, yeah, like, so we get caught up in the allure of there's money because right now not a lot of people have a lot of leads. And so the leads that you do get are that much more important. And so even if it's a shit lead, you work it harder, which is crazy when you say it a lot, even if it's a lead that I wouldn't have touched a year or two ago, because it's not the type of specialty I work with my niche, whatever that is. We take it because there's this allure of money in the bank account, right? That's not there. So I'm going to give you my perspective for a bunch of different angles on this. Okay. Number one, right out of the gate, a moral side of this. I don't know why you think you are the best person for that client. Ethically speaking, you should not be doing a commercial deal. 1,000% no. I don't care if you have a BDM. It's going to walk you through. How do you know it's the right lender for that deal? I don't care if you have someone that's going to help mentor you on it. They don't know. They're not in the trenches with you and your client having conversations and what you're saying and the confidence you're giving the client. And, and they're not giving it their full 110% attention. They're just answering some questions you gave them. They might not have even had, like you might not have even asked the right questions. So... Please don't think that, like, from an ethics standpoint, there's no way that I should be running just because I have access to home trust and equitable bank through my brokerage or through a deal desk. There is no way that I should be running that file. I'm going to hand that off to a freaking expert. I'm going to hand it off to someone that has done hundreds of these. And that's what they do. Like, how can I sleep at night? thinking I'm the best person in the world for this client to work with. It's not the case. It's not the case. The A side, a lot different, a lot more cookie, a lot easier for you to not even know what you're doing and still be the best option. A lot easier. But again, these nuances of these B lenders, I've made this mistake so I can speak on this because I've made this mistake many times. I get the deal done. Then I compare notes with an expert that I know, and they're like, yeah, you should just went here. You would have got this, Ray. You could have asked for this exception on this. It wasn't in the guidelines, but you should have known and had the relationship over there. Could have saved them 60 basis points, which was $9,000. And you're like, oh, shit. Client's happy, tickled pink, doesn't know any different. They're kind of irritated because their interest rate's higher and they're in the B world, but maybe they are happy. But now you got to live with the fact that you didn't put them in the right spot because you wanted to get paid right? Think about that. That's just not cool. Not cool pool. Um, can't do that. So this fool's gold. So that's the one side of it is you're just not doing right for the client. 
So I prefer, much prefer, ship that out. Take a referral fee. All day, every day, no questions asked. Take 25% if it's a hard file, take 25% if it's an easier file, 50%, 40%, whatever that is. The client comes up for renewal, the one, two, three or mark, whatever it is, you're the exit strategy on the A side. If you can't exit, they go back to that content and you take another referral of 25%. That's how that relationship works. People out there all over the place that are experts that'll sign up for that deal all day long. Here's finding the right person who has the right client journey and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get into all that. That's a whole different topic. But that's just, you should not be working on a lot of these files. So please stop doing it because you've got dollar signs in your eyes. Okay. And deep down, you know, when you get off that call, you don't know where the deal is going to go. But you're like, but I'm going to find out. And then you start going into the Facebook groups and then you start firing off emails to BDMs and then you start talking to people in your circle and then you start going out. Just be, this is where it leads to my second part. Be done with it. Take your 25 points and go carry on. So there's this whole debate in the industry right now. If you are in the A side, the A business, there's not as much of it. There's still a ton of A business. There's just not as much of it, right? A clients now, a lot of them are... All take clients, B clients, because of guideline shifts or interest rates higher and qualifying rates and blah, blah, blah. Purse strings have been tightening up, which is okay. So you have choice. You can go become an expert in that other world as well, right? Just going to take you training, figuring it out, establishing another four or five relationships with lenders, with the BDMs, getting to know the products. Like it's a whole journey. Like people spend their whole career doing that. So you can do that or... You can just find a bigger pond to fish in and actually have a freaking marketing plan. Have a marketing plan, which includes advertising and sales, and have that towards your A clients and go find a bigger pond where they hang out. They're hanging out places, kids. Go find them. Frame the story different. Get better at marketing. But most of us just get lazy or we don't actually, some of us generally just don't know, haven't thought this through. We're just like, oh, let's go learn B. I'll take a course and now I'm a B person. Now I'll go do that and I've got access to Home Trust and Equal Bank and maybe a credit union. I'll just start doing that. I'll do everything. Oh, I work with 12 lenders. 12 lenders. It's like, no, you don't. There's no way you are good working with 12 lenders. There's, and that sounds exhausting, by the way. You're doing the client disservice. You're doing your own time. And like, you're going to go and stay up to date and all that stuff with all these lenders. Like, oh my God. No wonder you don't have money in the bank account and you're not at the volumes you want to be at for the hours you're hopefully working. You can't keep up to all that. Instead, sit back, go, huh, maybe I should just get better at marketing and market the services I'm really good at and find the avatars, where are they hanging out? What message do I speak to them? What story do I tell? How do I get them interested? What lead magnet can I build to build a list of them? How can I, is there a webinar I can host for them? Is there content I can post that tracks them? Like, I'm going to go do that. That's something all of us should be doing anyways. But that's where I go. I go find a bigger ocean for your avatar. Don't just switch gears on avatars because it just so happened someone came in. It's like I get asked all the time, all the freaking time, can you coach me? what do you do? Well, I'm not in the mortgage space. Well, now I can't. Well, no, it's for business stuff. You coach on business. I listen to the podcast. I talk to you and I go, yeah, but that's not as a buddy. 
I'll give you a one-off, hook you up on stuff. But as a client, no. I'm not going to go. I'm not the best person to coach you on that. But you might think I am, but I'm telling you I'm not. I could take the easy money. I'm like, no. I'm just going to go find more mortgage brokers. That's who I coach. That's the stuff I build things for. Mortgage brokers, loan officers, North America. That. No one else. So you need to adopt the same mentality. Or not. And then guess what happens? Here's the other stuff that no one really talks about. When you start working on all these files, and I've talked to numerous brokers this week. This is why it's a hot topic right now. This is my hot take. Because I've talked to numerous brokers this week. It's the same freaking thing. Oh, man, I work so many hours. I work so many hours on this. And blah, blah, blah. So it's stressful. You don't know what you're doing. You're trying to find solutions. You're working with different avatars as well who you haven't worked with before or not as many as your, your, your niche avatar. So you're working with these different people with different pain points and you're learning on the fly and you're supposed to be the expert. So you're stressed out. It's putting stress on any team that you have because now you have different client journeys, different processes for A, B, private. All the lenders navigate different systems, different protocols, different processes, different timelines. Now you're building all these businesses within one business for one or two files that you should have never been working on in the first place. Right? So, to recap, the bee in my bonnet story. This is my take. Stop being lazy. Just because someone talks to you, just because you can do the deal doesn't mean you should. If you are a gym owner, or let's just say a, a Oh my goodness, some lack of words here. Person that trains people out of exercise. <laughs> if you're that person, and someone comes to you and says, and you teach the you 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 work with, you know, stay-at-home moms, right? And you're a nutritionist for that. And then all of a sudden you're in talking to people, oh you're nutritionist, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm an athlete, I'm training for an Ironman, blah, blah, blah. Can you help me? Oh yeah, I'll take no. <laughs> no, you cannot. What an athlete needs, a high-performance athlete, is drastically different than what the average human being needs, right? So drastically different. There might be some theory that crosses over, but there's no way you're the best person for that person. So send them to someone else in your circle that you know is awesome and works only with high-performance athletes, right? You got to have this mentality. And a lot of us just get too lazy because we pick up the phone and we're like, oh, there's a deal there. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'll figure it out because I'm slow right now. Instead of like getting off your ass, handing that deal off and going, yeah, I'm not the best person. Go over here. They're awesome. And I get paid. Whatever. That's like a bonus. Here you go. I'm going to go over here and stop being lazy and build a marketing plan about how to find more of my avatars. Go do that. You're doing everybody. You're doing justice by everybody there. Everybody wins in that scenario. Your avatars get more of you. You're going to hear the car start up here. I'm about to, I got to get on there and get the kids up. You hear your avatar wins because they didn't know about you before because your marketing wasn't that good. And now they get to spend time with you. Right? They're going to, so you get, to, they win with that. The people who are calling you going, hey, can you help me? They're leaving that phone call going, all right, this person's awesome. And deep down, even if you get the deal done, there's a, a high probability that you're not going to do it in the best way possible. It's going to cost them money and they don't even know it. And you're going to waste a lot of time. And if the deals don't close, you get really frustrated. 
and blah, 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 insert reason here. So I just wanted to share this with you because I'm seeing it all over the place. A lot of brokers are grasping at straws at dealing with fool's gold leads, okay, and fool's gold clients um, because their they're, they're they're mindset shift needs to be shifted. It's upside down. Okay, so I just want to put that out there. Hopefully that's you. Hopefully it resonates. Hopefully that's a kick in the ass. For a lot of you, this should be like, this should be relieving some stress. It's like, oh, I don't have to go recreate my whole identity as a mortgage broker. Oh, I don't have to go do all that. I could just like get a marketing plan together. Wow, that sounds cool. I don't have to go be a whole different type of mortgage broker. Now there's obviously outliers. There's obviously anomalies here. If you are a team and you get a lot of leads coming in and you have a, an awesome underwriter on your team, different story, they've got the relationships. They're studying all the lender guidelines, all the nuance. They get it. Different story, right? Most of us have the one-man band, one-woman band operations, and you're relying on other people's advice or the freaking Facebook groups, right? If you get off the phone call with a client who you know is not your avatar, and you have to go into a Facebook group to ask questions, imagine what your client would think seeing that. <laughs> it's crazy. They'd be like, what the hell? I thought you knew what you were doing. You do, you you go to a Facebook group? That's your that's what we're doing? Oh my god. Uh yeah, I don't want to work with you. Like really. This should be pretty transparent, right? You shouldn't have to go there. If it's like a one-off little question here or there, sure. You can't know everything. But deep down you know if that's going to you. So that's all I want to put out there. Okay, that's it, kids. Five opens a day. We'll change your business. You can't tell me five opens means starting five conversations with people through either DM, calling, text, email. I don't care how you do it. It's five opens a day. You're reaching out to people. If you did that for imagine six months, 180 days, give or take. What's that? 900 conversations. Do you think your business, this would be a poll if I had it. I can't do it through this, but do you think your business is worse or better? In six months, with you having initiated 900 conversations, with warm conversations, these are you're not cold calling it, right? Do you think your business is better or worse? That should be like a huh, yeah. If you think it's worse, then okay, you got problems. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you think it's worse, but it was a trick question. Anyways, gotta go. Peace out. Five opens a day. Chat later. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.